I hope you've had a chance to listen to part one of this interview on BizBytes. Stay tuned now for part two. Welcome to BizBytes, brought to you by ComTogether, helping businesses like yours build their brand through telling amazing stories to engage and grow audiences on multiple platforms. I think it's so true. And um, we've been sold to, uh, to use a phrase, um, I think this very generic sales type approach. And um, it, it hasn't ever really worked in Australia, I don't think. And um, in fact, I've seen it be a miserable failure in many cases because we don't like being sold to as a general rule. And part of that as well is because we've become more and more accustomed to something being more personal. And, and what I mean by that is um, I'm always a believer that the media is often a step ahead of where we should of where we are. And uh, if you take a look at, you know, for example, subscription TV, it used to be, um, you know, those of us will remember the days of there were, you know, three commercial stations and two uh, two other stations that you could watch. Uh, some even remember when there was only one of those. Uh, and, <laughs> and so showing my age a little. And so you would, you know, that was your sum total of choice. Then subscription TV came in and it was still fairly high level and generic. But now it's got to the point where, you know, you don't just choose the lifestyle channel, you can choose the food channel or the renovation type channel, you know, the home improvement or whatever it's called. It can, it's getting more and more specific. And we're used to advertising through, you know, through the, uh, through the likes of Google and all and Amazon and everyone else listening in to what we're doing to direct things more specifically at us. So when we have a business that is coming out and speaking generically, we're, you know, in a sales environment, even if they are speaking directly to us, but it's a very generic sales pitch, then you're operating from a long way behind because it it, it immediately stands out like a sore thumb in a country, in a, and I'm talking about Australia here, and I know we've got listeners everywhere, but in Australia, certainly we've always reacted, I think, fairly negatively to the art of being, to, to the idea of being sold to. Culturally, we've been quite different to the US, who were, who were, I think, a little bit more accustomed to that idea than than Australians ever were, and so this really fights with it big time. So, having that understanding and being able to adapt to the people in front of you, it's just a huge game changer. It, it is uh, it, just being able to talk their language, and often this, this visual clues and, and the personalities different personal you know profiling tools that do that but again when i'm working with businesses so often they don't they don't break the database down i say there's three types of customers and i'm meaning customers you have the one who's buying from you now and then you've got one i call the past customer which sounds pretty obvious but for many businesses they can't define when a customer becomes a past customer say i was um paying you for your marketing services when i paid you for your marketing services you did the things and then, you, then we stopped therefore at that point until i bought something else i'm no longer a customer but if i'm paying monthly like a subscription then i'm a customer until i stop paying the subscription comes to an end and then you've got to convince me to come back 
But with past customers, once I've stopped, if you look at a real estate agent, once I've bought the house and it's settled, they're not a customer anymore. They're now a past customer who you've got to get them excited about using you to buy investment properties, to buy another second property, property for the kids, maybe, whatever. And they know that they're going to buy, on average, another two and a half to four years, they will buy a second property, and will buy a second property if they're at a certain but you've got to if you're going out to your database and saying hey we've got this house why would they buy the house they've just bought a house they're not really in the market it's it's absolutely so true with that kind of stuff and i think it's even even i think the mistake is made in subscriptions because if we put aside the subscription tv service where look most of us if we've bought a subscription to a tv service we're, we're using it on a daily or weekly basis at least but how many of us in business, for example, have subscriptions and even personally have subscriptions to things that we thought were a good idea at the time and they renew monthly, annually, whenever they do, and they've been set and forget. And I would argue that in many of those, we're already a past customer. We're not current because they're not. And, and this is, I think, the mistake that a lot of businesses make is that they're not looking at those subscriptions and working out who's actually engaging and who's not. All they're doing is sending out the generic newsletter type or email blast to those people all the time without actually engaging them and saying, hey, we've noticed that you're not, you know, not making use of the stuff at the moment. Um, can we help you in some different way? Uh, you know, trying to make them active because they're just counting the dollars and going, oh, well, person X has bought a subscription. They've had a subscription for a while. They're probably going to keep it for a while. We'll just move on to the next person. Yet if that person realized more value out of it, they not only potentially buy more from you, but they're going to talk about it to more people for uh, for you. And and building that, that is the, you know, it's loyalty is built on that, not on offering um, hey, get a free this and that. Uh, you know, I, I just I, I find that tiresome. Um, but but I think this fundamental understanding of people and re- and engaging with them is is so huge. Oh, Anthony, it's, it's massive. And even if you take that subscription model, why are they taking the subscription? What's important to them? For some people, it's getting the latest movies, and you know they've got all the latest movies and the biggest and the biggest range selection, and that's the greatest thing since sliced bread. They're, they're, they're action orientated. But what about the people who are nurturing and they're trying to get something for the family? So make sure that the kids have something that's appropriate for them, but it might be expanding their mind and personal growth and things like that, or they can offer them watch parties. So they can link with their friends. What's important to them and study that. But so often we just let them go. And one of those, the third group of customers I, I call elapsed or inactive customers. They're your at-risk customers because they are not, they've missed their bicycle. They've missed a payment on their May, June subscription, for example, over 12 month subscription maybe. Why have they done that? And most People just say, oh, well, that's a, or they send them a generic letter. They don't do it. I work with a company and we found that 75% of people had no idea that there was an actual problem with the payment of their thing until it popped up. And then they did it, we doubled it for the two month, next month, took two subscriptions, and then they 
arced up because all of a sudden they didn't have the money or they were short of money in their bank account. We introduced the service and we reduced those customers by 67% because we told them they had a problem. We changed how we told them there's a problem. And it made a huge difference. Imagine that type of money. We were talking millions of dollars uh, in, in the year that was affected by that. And you can do that in the customer. But it's going back and understanding them. You know, we talk about offering them. Uh, why did the man buy the, the, the person buy the drill from, the, from Bunnings? Yeah, we go uh. back to that old saying. He wanted a hole. They wanted a hole. No, they didn't. They didn't want a hole. They wanted to put a plug through there to plug in the TV so they could have family time with the family playing games on the TV. That's the ultimate end. And that's where I come back to that discussion with us, is that we have to understand our customers and, and treat them as individuals, personal relationship management using the tools. And we will increase the sales. If you understand your customers, you can make your marketing more effective because they will respond as you're talking to their personality types and to what their problems are, and you can bring them back. And if you're doing that, you're reducing your costs, your marketing is more effective, your staff are going to be more effective because you're going to be able to adjust. They're going to be just working on those ones. They're not wasting time on wrong information. And they'll go back and convert their sales instead of leaving 50% of them sitting in the follow-up folder. They've only followed up three or four times. That's that's why you do all that. I, I love all of these insights, and I know this is something we can keep exploring again in the future, but I wanted to uh, find a little bit more about you, Ross. I mean, as I said to the audience, Ross and I have known each other for a few years, and I know he's got a great story to tell because uh, – You've been a bit of a journeyman uh, in su- in some respects, certainly location-wise. I know, uh, welcome to Sydney, I should be saying, uh, recently moved down here from from uh, from Queensland. and But uh, you started off uh, New Zealand, right? We can, uh, listeners might be attuned to the to the accent a little bit and, and picking that up. You mean I haven't knocked that out of me yet? <laughs> uh, gee, I'll have to go down and get some fush and chops. <laughs> But yeah, I do. I come from from Kiwi land and proud of it. I always like to talk about the the ABs, but we might ex- not talk about the other sports occasionally. Okay, <laughs> uh, but I've been over here for twenty in Australia for twenty years now, and I had a, some time before that as well. So my heart, my soul place is actually Queensland. I'm a Queenslander. <laughs> you really got to know. Um, but I worked in corporate life and. I came second for a job when I came to Australia. And unfortunately, that company, a big company, I couldn't understand it, couldn't afford to pay. They wouldn't pay me a check. And I couldn't understand. They could have paid me a check for coming second and let the other person do all the work. But that wasn't going to happen. My wife wasn't going to let me sit at home either. So I decided the best thing I could do is I'm a good troubleshooter. I'm good for going out. And I I enjoy it. I'm just so passionate about it. I love that aha moment when somebody says, that's what I pay you for. That was such a good idea. And because you're getting those ahas. That's what I love. And I've been doing it all the time. But as I say, I'm I'm a journeyman from the point of view of living in in the places. But I'm just love love for Australia and the places. My daughter had some wonderful opportunities. She's played in the age in the Vikings for the Australian team 
uh, going and went to Brazil and New Zealand doing that. And she was representing Australia and going to her home country. Uh, so I've got some wonderful, you know, feelings for, and I don't think I can, you know, doing business in New Zealand is really difficult for me because I don't follow it. I follow what's going on here. Well, I, I you and, know, you touched on you touched on there something that's 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 close that's close to my heart as well is those are heart moments. Um, tell me what that is traditionally for your clients where they have that aha moment that that in many respects you wish that people out there would know that they're going to have that moment so that they'll come and come rushing to you now. Oh yeah, if only you could predict the moment. The moments. I, I mean, I was talking to a client recently and they were looking at going into a new magazine that had been produced by an existing. Um, promotional body that they 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 work with closely and, and and go into get show you know trade shows with them and things like that and they were looking at it and they were offered three choices and they were saying well is it worthwhile and i said well let's run run through the numbers in the end it came down to because i talk about numbers a lot we worked through it and all the advantages and you know, what's in it for them and you know the integration of the other parts of the business, sales and marketing. And when it came back, we said, let's go for the middle category because that will give the best impressions for the bang for the buck. Something like three cents per impression. When we talked about all the different ways you got an impression, it wasn't just a magazine, it was more than that. And when you looked at that, why wouldn't he? he said that's it that's why i do it and they do do that and you it's amazing what i had had another client it's that they trust you to run their ideas past you and one morning they sent me an email i wanted to i'm going to change my strategy go from multiple locations to one location they did that and they're de-stressed they they the business has boomed since then and they've got more time off but it's because they trust you to use your insights because all of us bring it and that's why you know i've taken you into a client with me because you've got the specialist knowledge i i know a lot of things i'm a dangerous guy because i can pretend i know about marketing i do know something about marketing, but when it comes down to it i'm going to get you to do the marketing i'm going to get people like carolyn to talk about fitness and nutritional health and all those members of our team, you know, Sandra for recruitment, uh, you know, all those people in our, our different communities are important to us because you can work it together, but we all give the aha moment. It doesn't matter which speciality that we're in, but I love it when people I hear that aha moment or they come to me with their ideas. And it's so exciting. I just, I, I can't not do it. <laughs> I love it. I love your enthusiasm for it all as well. I, I wanted to just finish up by asking you uh, one uh, question, delving back, and we kind of, you know, we touched on the fact that you started out, out in New Zealand, but I'm just intrigued as to where did the entrepreneurial spirit start from? Like what what was what was what was the goal when you were leaving school, and you know, was it what was the sort of influence that your parents had on on this career path that you've taken? Well, really. Um... The career part, my parents instilled work ethic and doing a good job, and that's that's stuck with me all, all the time. But I've always been, uh, 
I'm a guy. I'm an, I, I have a strong action um, personality type as well, and I get bored quite easily from the point of view I want to move from one project to the next. But I'm really good at troubleshooting because I can go into the detail. I can look at the big picture and I can look at the nurturing because I'm a customer relationship, personal relationship management specialist because I can look at all those things. And it just seemed to come together and being my own business, I can do that. And this become very important. My wife's been is, is really quite sick. And so that allows me to take time off to go out and do those type of things. But it also has allowed me to do the with my family. When I want to go down for a cup of coffee, I can. But if I want to be on a webinar, and like tonight, I'm going to be on one from uh, doing some training from 11 tonight till about 5 in the morning, I think it is. Um, I can do that. That's what I love. And a client actually wanted me to work in the office, and it ended in tears because they wanted me there when I had done my work, but they wanted me to be physically there. And I can't do that. I'm really efficient. <laughs> That's what you pay me for. You don't want me to see me. You, you go, go and get you know, the, the people from the movies and put posters on the wall if you want to look at good-looking people. Don't have me sitting around the office doing nothing. Get me there. Get me out because you want my value, not my inability to type quickly. I, I love that, Ross, and and uh, I know there's so much that we've unpacked and, and delved into here, and we'll, we'll definitely have you back for another episode in the future. But I just wanted to thank you so much for being generous with your time and the insights, and you, you've you've practiced what you've preached because you've just said that you know you you like to come in and give that high level high level view and and drill right down to the to the issues. That's exactly what we've done in the podcast. So thank you so much for for demonstrating that. Uh, even if that wasn't the plan. Hey, Anthony, thank you. It's fun. I've really enjoyed the conversation. It's just been a great conversation, and we often have those. But thank you, and I hope the listeners have get some value out of it. Absolutely. And, everyone, we'll include, as we always do, uh, all of the notes on where you can uh, get in touch with Ross. But Ross and I are also part of a, a networking group that we catch up on a fairly regular basis. And we have some of these interesting discussions with a whole bunch of other people as well. It's not your normal regular networking uh, at all. And so if you are interested in that, please reach out to one of us and we'd be happy to invite you in and experience it for yourselves and ask us more questions and jump on the podcast and be a guest as well. So again, thank you, Ross, for your time. And uh, everyone, we look forward to your company on the next episode of BizBytes. BizBytes is brought to you by ComTogether for all your marketing needs so you can build your brand, engage audiences on multiple platforms. Go to comtogether.com.au, follow the links to book an appointment for a free consultation.